This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have the voices in your head ever told you you're not good enough, that you need to try harder, or that everything's fine when it's not? If this sounds familiar, keep listening to find out more about Jem Fadling's new book, Hold That Thought, and by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson. And Akemeni Uwen. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Proverbs chapter 21, beginning at verse 1. The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord like channels of water. He turns it wherever he wants. All a person's ways seem right in his own opinion, but the Lord evaluates his thoughts. To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, what the wicked cultivate is sin. The plans of the diligent lead only to plenty, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Making a fortune by a lying tongue is like a vapor driven back and forth. They seek death. The violence done by the wicked will drag them away because they have refused to do what is right. The way of the guilty person is devious, but as for the pure, his way is upright. It is better to live on a corner of the housetop than to share a house with a quarrelsome wife. The appetite of the wicked has desired evil. His neighbor is shown no favor in his eyes. When a scorner is punished, the naive becomes wise. When a wise person is instructed, he gains knowledge. The righteous one considers the house of the wicked. He overthrows the wicked to their ruin. The one who shuts his ears to the cry of the poor, he too will cry out and will not be answered. A gift given in secret subdues anger, and a bribe given secretly subdues strong wrath. Doing justice brings joy to the righteous and terror to those who do evil. The one who wanders from the way of wisdom will end up in the company of the departed. The one who loves pleasure will be a poor person. Whoever loves wine and anointing oil will not be rich. The wicked become a ransom for the righteous, and the treacherous are taken in the place of the upright. It is better to live in the wilderness than with a quarrelsome and easily provoked woman. There is desirable treasure in olive oil in the dwelling of the wise, but a foolish person devours all he has. 
The one who pursues righteousness and love finds life, bounty, and honor. A wise man went up against the city of the mighty and brought down the stronghold in which they trust. The one who guards his mouth and his tongue keeps his life from troubles. A proud and arrogant person whose name is Scoffer acts with overbearing pride. What the slugger desires will kill him, for his hands have refused to work. All day long he has craved greedily, but the righteous person gives and does not hold back. The wicked person's sacrifice is an abomination. How much more when he brings it with evil intent? A lying witness will perish, but the one who reports accurately speaks forever. A wicked person has put on a bold face, but as for the upright, he establishes his ways. There is no wisdom, and there is no understanding, and there is no counsel against the Lord. A horse is prepared for the day of battle, but the victory is from the Lord. Isaiah chapter 43 through Isaiah chapter 44, verse 5. Isaiah chapter 43, beginning at verse 1. The Lord will rescue his people. Now this is what the Lord says, the one who created you, O Jacob, and formed you, O Israel. Don't be afraid, for I will protect you. I call you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I am with you. When you pass through the streams, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not harm you, for I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Deliverer. I have handed over Egypt as a ransom price, Ethiopia and Seba, in place of you. Since you are precious and special in my sight, and I love you, I will hand over people in place of you, nations in place of your life. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. From the east I will bring your descendants, from the west I will gather you. I will say to the north, hand them over. And to the south, don't hold any back. Bring my sons from distant lands and my daughters from the remote regions of the earth, everyone who belongs to me, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed, yes, whom I made. The Lord declares his sovereignty. Bring out the people who are blind, even though they have eyes, those who are deaf, even though they have ears. All nations gather together, the peoples assemble. Who among them announced this? Who predicted earlier events for us? Let them produce their witnesses to testify they were right. Let them listen and affirm it is true. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may consider and believe in me and understand that I am he. No God was formed before me and none will outlive me. I, I am the Lord and there is no deliverer besides me. I decreed and delivered, and proclaimed, and there was no other God among you. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. From this day forward, I am He. No one can deliver from my power. I will act, and who can prevent it? The Lord will do something new. This is what the Lord says, your protector, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I send to Babylon and make them all fugitives turning the Babylonians' joyful shouts into morning songs. I am the Lord, your Holy One, the one who created Israel, your King. This is what the Lord says, the one who made a road through the sea, a pathway through the surging waters, the one who led chariots and horses to destruction, together with a mighty army. They fell down, never to rise again. They were extinguished, put out like a burning wick. Don't remember these earlier events. Don't recall these former events. Look, I am about to do something new. Now it begins to happen. 
Do you not recognize it? Yes, I will make a road in the wilderness and paths in the wasteland. The wild animals honor me, the jackals and ostriches, because I put water in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands to quench the thirst of my chosen people, the people whom I formed for myself, so they might praise me. The Lord rebukes his people. But you did not call for me, O Jacob. You did not long for me, O Israel. You did not bring me lambs for your burnt offerings. You did not honor me with your sacrifices. I did not burden you with offerings. I did not make you weary by demanding incense. You did not buy me aromatic reeds. You did not present to me the fat of your sacrifices. Yet you burdened me with your sins. You made me weary with your evil deeds. I, I am the one who blots out your rebellious deeds for my sake. Your sins I do not remember. Remind me of what happened. Let's debate. You, prove to me that you are right. The father of your nation sinned. Your spokesman rebelled against me. So I defiled your holy princes and handed Jacob over to destruction and subjected Israel to humiliating abuse. Isaiah chapter 44, verses 1 through 5. The Lord will renew Israel. Now listen, Jacob, my servant. Israel, whom I have chosen. This is what the Lord, the one who made you, says, the one who formed you in the womb and helps you. Don't be afraid, my servant Jacob. Jeshurun, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water on the parched ground and cause streams to flow on the dry land. I will pour my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your children. They will sprout up like a tree in the grass, like poplars beside channels of water. One will say, I belong to the Lord, and another will use the name Jacob. One will write on his hand, the Lord's, and use the name Israel. New Testament reading. Matthew chapter 28, verses 5 through 10. But the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised, just as he said. Come and see the place where he was lying. Then go quickly and tell his disciples, He has been raised from the dead. He is going ahead of you into Galilee. You will see him there. Listen, I have told you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. But Jesus met them, saying, Greetings. They came to him held on to his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. They will see me there. Mark chapter 16, verses 5 through 11. Then as they went into the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe, sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is a place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples, even Peter, that he is going ahead of you into Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you. Then they went out and ran from the tomb, for terror and bewilderment had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. The Longer Ending of Mark Early on the first day of the week, after he arose, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had driven out seven demons. She went out and told those who were with him while they were mourning and weeping. Luke chapter 24, verses 4 through 11. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men stood beside them in dazzling attire. 
The women were terribly frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has been raised. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise again? Then the women remembered his words. And when they returned from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them, who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed like pure nonsense to them, and they did not believe them. John chapter 20, verses 14 through 18. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Because she thought he was the gardener. She said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will take him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus replied, Do not touch me, for I have not yet ascended to my father. Go to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and informed the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them what Jesus had said to her. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. All wise and knowing and sovereign, Lord, I thank you for your word. God, I thank you for the Proverbs that reminds us of the importance of befriending and loving wisdom and righteousness and justice and truth, O God. And I thank you for the reminders, O God, that you, O Lord, that the heart of the king is in your hand and you turn it whichever way you please. So I pray. For those under the sound of my voice, O God, that need a supernatural um, intervention from you, O God, people that are either in power, O Lord God, or if there's uh, relationship dynamics, O God, that are fraught, O God, where reconciliation um, has yet, O God, to be uh, made manifest, O God, or there's a resolution needed or an answer to uh, something that uh, has been hanging in the balance, God, I pray that you would turn the heart of the person, of the king, of the decision maker, of the one, oh God, um, who has um, a bit more power in the dynamic. God, I pray that you would turn the heart of that person, oh God, in the way that pleases you, oh God, and that you would give wisdom, discernment, oh Lord God, and insight to those who are trusting in you to make that turn, oh Lord God, and that they, oh God, would accept whatever your decision is, whatever the outcome is, God, I pray that they would accept that, Lord. Thank you for your word, oh God. And I just thank you so much for these New Testament passages, oh God, about how Mary Magdalene and Joanna, oh God, and so many of the, of the other women, they came looking for Jesus. They came looking and were so distraught when they didn't see him there. And then the angels told them the good news and they were rejoicing. Oh God, the joy is palpable. It just leaps off the pages, oh God. And it resonates, oh God, with the joy in our hearts, oh Lord God. The joy of our salvation, oh God. We just rejoice when we read these the, these passages, oh God, 
and how you use, oh God, the minoritized and the mar- uh, the marginalized, oh Lord God, in society, oh God, particularly women, oh God, in this time, oh God, we're marginalized and we still are, oh God. Um, it was to them that you revealed yourself, oh God, and they went and proclaimed your good news of the gospel to the apostles, oh Lord. And I love, oh God, I believe it's in Mark, oh God, that says, even go and tell the disciples, even Peter, oh God, I thank you that you, oh God, are, are, are a God of the even me's, oh God. I think about that, that old song, oh God, entitled, even me, pass me not, oh gentle savior, sinful though my heart may be, I am longing for your favor. While thou art blessing, oh Lord, come on and bless me, even me, Lord. Even me, oh God. I love that even when they're talking about Peter, oh God, because Peter denied Jesus three times, oh God. And he was so confident, so confident that he wouldn't, oh God. But I thank you. I thank you, oh Lord, for your steadfast love and your compassion and your mercy, oh God. That you, oh God, uh, had restoration in mind, oh God, for Peter. That you have redemption in mind. For Peter, not only for Peter, but for all of us, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, that despite our failings, despite our sin, oh God, despite our pride, oh Lord, that you are the God of even me's, oh Lord. So thank you for seeing about us. Thank you, oh God, that you look upon the lowly, oh God, that you look upon and you grant favor and grace, oh Lord God, even when we have been flagrant in our disobedience, oh God. Thank you that you give us the gift of repentance, confession of sin and repentance, O oh Lord. And I thank you, O oh God, that it, even with regard to the women, O oh God, they are also within the even me's. You decided, you decided to reveal yourself to them and, 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 and give them the opportunity and the gift of being able to proclaim your gospel, O oh God. And even though they were met with resistance and dismissiveness, O oh God, and, and and they didn't quite believe them, O oh Lord. I thank you, O oh Lord, that you, O oh God, that you confirm and 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 see who they are, O oh God, who these women are in the spirit, O oh God. And many times, women in the church, O oh God, are disbelieved, are not held up, O oh Lord God, with equity, O oh God, are not seen. As equals, oh God, and I just pray, oh Lord God, that you would begin to make a change and a shift, oh Lord, that we, oh God, would not be people who think that we cannot learn from people whom we think we have more knowledge than, whom we think we have greater stature than. Would you help us to humble ourselves, oh God, and to be ready to receive the word of truth, oh Lord, by whomever you choose, by whomever you appoint, oh God. Give us discernment. Give us wisdom, O Lord God, to see you high and lifted up, O God. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Competing voices in our heads often push us to act in ways that are both unhelpful and unsustainable. 
How do we quiet these narratives? More importantly, amid the chatter, how do we hear the voice of God? Jem Fadling helps us identify these competing voices and shows us how they hinder our personal transformation in her new book, Hold That Thought. Drawing on years of spiritual direction, she shares her wisdom of how we make sense of inner voices and settle down enough to find our true voice. When we find it, we can let go of the striving and people-pleasing and rest in the presence of God. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, the word. That's promo code, T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. So I'm to say